Blog Talk Radio. Trump. 
You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You've just sat our nation back at least 50 years. And I don't like to use that word, idiot, but it works today. Um, Craig and I are absolutely doing this with no net today. Um, we have had no show prep, no nope. notes whatsoever. Um and I know we kind of rushed to get the show on a little earlier for you, but um, we both kind of felt like it was the right thing to do. Um, a lot of you guys have come to us and um, expressed your sorrow um, in our country. Um Many feel like you've been let down. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I promised myself I wasn't going to cry on the air. As an LGBTQ American, I can't tell you how I'm feeling right now. I'm just waiting on my mom to call me. I've shared this with some of you, but I'm just waiting on her to call and gloat that her candidate won. And I'm just going to say, congratulations. You already hate the fact your daughter's gay, but, you know, we finally told you we were married after almost two years of marriage, and you don't give a shit. Well, congratulations. Our marriage is probably getting taken away from us. Hope you're happy. Oh, yeah, and fuck you. Click. That's kind of how I envisioned the phone call going down. So maybe that's why she hasn't called yet. I don't know. Um, to women out there who... I don't know what's going to happen to us in, in our rights. I, I, I don't know. Our reproductive rights and just our general rights. I don't know what's going to happen to my friends who happen to be people of color. I don't know what's going to happen to friends that are from other countries. One of my best friends is, um, he just got a work visa, and um, it's not looking good for him. And um, I, I, um, I may lose him. Um, more importantly, he's going to lose a much safer way of living because he, he's gay too. Um, my Muslim brothers and sisters, we love you. We support you. We we know that Muslim does not equal terrorist. We know that. Um, I just wanted to read something. Many of you 
should know where this is from. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore, send these, the homeless tempest tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Most of you probably know, because uh, you guys are incredibly educated that listen to this show, uh, probably smarter than me. Um, that is the inscription um, that you will find at the Statue of Liberty. And um, I don't know about you guys, but um, it doesn't seem to pertain anymore. And um, I also want to set something. I want to say this and get it out of the way. Um, I don't know if someone started a rumor or what, but so many of you guys contacted me by DM or even just, you know, by messaging me. And, um, guys, our show isn't going away. (laughs) Um, I I don't know who started the silly rumor, um, but it's not going. If anything, it's going to get bigger and better. We're going to need your help financially. We're going to need it eventually. We pay for this show. We're not trying to make money. But we've got some serious upgrades that we need to do, and we have to pay a monthly fee. Um, it's not much, but we're, we're, we're going to need a little help. And um, But regardless, it's going to go on. I don't care if I have to, you know, start driving Uber. Um, the show will go on. Um, there's no way in hell I will give up now. Um, I'd fucking like to see Donald Trump try to take the show away from me. I, I would love to see him try. Love to see him try to take it from Craig. I'll go to fucking prison before I give up this show, this show. And you guys know I mean that. Um, thank you so much for all the kind messages. Um, I kept telling you guys last night to hang in there, hang in there. I truly thought, I I really thought some of those states, we were going to get it. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I was trying to be a comfort and really trying to believe in what I voted for. And it didn't work out. And I'm sorry for that. Um. And I know so many of you are hurting right now. We're here for you. Um, We had already decided this before today. I mean, we've been telling you this for two weeks now. We are going to be taking, today's going to be our last show for about a week. Um, 
I mean, I already have a vacation down to Florida planned just for a long weekend. Um, Craig and I have been working our asses off. We, we do so much behind the scenes stuff, and you know, plus I own my own business, and and I also write, and so does Craig. You know, he writes a lot more than I do, um, but. Um, we we are committed to this show more than ever, and we're not going anywhere. No fucking way. And um, so just put that out of your mind, and don't think because you know we're taking a two or three show show off simply for vacation, guys. I mean, you, uh, you can go back and listen to our podcast. We've been saying we're going to take some time off um, just because we we have worked our asses off during this election season, and we haven't stopped, and um, we need it. I mean, I'm physically sick right now. I mean, I've been sick for a few days, and I've, I've been staying up late every night just trying to take in everything before this election, and um, just – just put it out of your mind. We're not going anywhere. Um, it's just not going to happen. Um, Craig, I'm sorry. I'm I'm been talking. Callers, please please stay on. Um, you can just if you just listen to the show for a little while longer. Uh, I know Craig has some things he wants to say, and um, apologize for crying, guys. I'm gonna put myself on mute. <laughs> That's all right. My thoughts are so scattered right now at the moment. Anyway, I, I really I might not make any sense when I start speaking. <clears throat> well, where do I start? With Donald Trump winning last night, America lost, and I think this election is, is a definite learning experience, as President Obama would would call it. It showcases that we as a nation are incredibly angry. We're incredibly misinformed. And we're still incredibly sexist. Yep. I know I know some people will say, Oh, you're playing a woman card, but let's let's call a state a state here. Our two choices came down to the first potentially the first female president in our country's history. Or a man who has allegedly sexually assaulted over ten women and was on was charged with raping a thirteen year old woman or girl at that point. Those were our two options, and we went with the alleged rapist over the woman. And the polling numbers showcase that men went uh, more favorably toward Donald Trump than they had in previous years with the Republican candidates, and it especially went for uneducated white men. And I mean, looking back, looking back at this the entire campaign season, it, it just it boggles my mind how this how this happened. And Donald Trump, he may be known, he may be known as a businessman. Yet the man had had his fame and fortune handed to him. It's not like he he really worked 
to make that first million dollars. He had it handed to him. He's had six bankruptcies. He had, he's gone through thousands of lawsuits. He's currently going he's through seventy-five. He's about to have another one in Toronto. He's, he's currently going through seventy-five lawsuits. The man's mm-hmm. been married three times. He's committed infidelities and, and bragged about these infidelities. He, he was caught on tape saying that he can get away with anything with regard to women, even going so far as saying he can grab them by the pussy because of his fame and fortune. Basically describing sexual assault, saying that he can get away with sexually assaulting women because of who he is. According to PlitiFact, a Pulitzer Prize-winning fact-checking site, every every time the man opens his mouth, there's a, approximately a 75% chance that he's lying, whereas there's only a 10 to 15% chance he's telling the truth. <sighs> The man has provided little in the way of substance, and that's putting it nicely. He's provided no specific plans. He's talked about repealing and replacing the Affordable Care Act, but with what? Your guess is as good as mine. He's talked about replacing Antonin Scalia with a similar type figure on the Supreme Court, which would lean it to the right, which would potentially put in jeopardy Roe v. Wade Obergefell, uh, the Affordable Care Act, etc., and wouldn't provide it to any chance of overturning Citizens United. And yet people people voted for the guy. People voted for this man with no political experience whatsoever, who lies more times than the, the Sesame Street character of the Count can actually count. It's honest, it's honest third wife treats, mono, treats a monogamy in marriage like it's a joke. Thinks that climate change is a hoax, even though scientists, climatologists in particular, overwhelm, overwhelmingly believe it's it's factual. He's paid little respect, I mean, that's putting nicely again, to pretty much every demographic think of, whether it be women, Muslims, Latinos, uh, even the disabled POWs, or veterans in general, the list goes on and on and on and on, and yet we voted them in office to be our next president. 400 renowned economists signed a letter saying that Donald Trump would be bad for the economy and yet we ignore them. Military leaders said he'd be bad for for foreign relations and, and our military, yet we voted him to be our, our next president. The comments have gone even farther, saying that he could potentially lead to a long-lasting recession that makes the, the previous recession look like it was nothing, and yet we voted him into office. I can understand the American people why they're angry at government. I can understand that we're angry at Congress, not kind of just going tit for tat, pointing at one another, not getting anything done, and just trying to elongate their their political careers at at the expense of us. I can understand all that. I can understand being fed up with campaign ads, all the money that's spent, the seemingly never-ending campaigns around uh, election season. 
I understand that anger. And I understand wanting change, but this is not the change that we need as a country. We have progressed too far to go back now. And we have no idea what this man is going to do. You know, he's, he's changed party affiliations five or six times in the past 20 years. The man used to be a staunch Democrat. Now he's supposed to be a staunch Republican. He's gone from pro-choice to pro-life, from pro-gun reform to anti-gun reform, and everything in between. The man really has no standing in either political party. He only cares about himself. He's a narcissist. He comes across as sociopathic. He's corrupt, greedy, and he, he treats the whole political system, our whole country, as, as a big joke. <clears throat> Even in the, in the face of all this, though, we, we can't give up. I, I know I, for one, and I know many of you, we, we kind of feel numb, like all of our hard work and effort has, has gone to the wayside. And like we're going to be taking too, too great of a leap back to move forward, or, or if we do, it's going to take too long, and it's just not worth the effort and fight anymore. But we we can't we can't get like that. We perhaps we took Obama and perhaps we took him a little bit for granted these past almost eight years. I don't know. Perhaps we kind of set back in our chairs and thought, you know what, he's a good guy, he has a progressive platform, and we don't have to work as hard to make that come true. Forgetting the fact that we had arguably the most obstructive Congress in U.S. history. Well, some of us are like that. We, we, we can't go by with that mentality anymore. When Donald Trump goes into the Oval Office, we're going to have to fight like hell to make certain he doesn't take away women's rights. He doesn't strip back marriage equality. He doesn't. He continues not looking after middle-class families and so on and so forth. We're going to have to speak out and fight harder than ever. And and I, I hope the silver lining in all this, I, I try to find a silver lining. I hope the silver lining in all this is people, the people in this country, moderates, progressives, even Republicans who can't stand the thought of Donald Trump becoming president, all of us can band together and fight for what's right. Progress isn't easy. That's why it takes so much damn work, time, and effort to make it happen. And we, we can't give up now. That's all I have right now. Um, we've had some callers that uh, have been um, holding well. Uh, one of them, a friend of mine, um, PJ, and she called yesterday. A pretty okay. well-known blogger out there in blogger land. And uh, um, I know she had some thoughts she wanted to share. Um I would say good afternoon, but um, how about just afternoon? <laughs> Talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah welcome to the show. 
Yeah. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling you. Let me know if I'm talking too loud or, or whatever. I kind of got you. No, actually, yeah. If you could speak a little bit more into the speaker a little bit. Okay. Okay. How's this? Oh, that's perfect. How's this? That's perfect. Okay. That's better. Yeah. Um, you know, at this point, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on this, I guess you could call it for me at least, this kind of very visceral, rapid cycling kind of uh, roller coaster that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what, uh, what is happening with a lot of people out there is um, a lot of people are they're talking about feelings, 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 and we need to grasp the fact that this is actually what we're going through right now is a grieving process. This isn't something where we have, you know, oh, we failed a test. I mean, we are actually going to have to go through steps in order to actually get out of this. And um, we're all going through it. And um, the one thing I've noticed, you know, a lot of people, it's, you see it everywhere. They're talking of this fear, this fear, this fear. And I have it. I'm trying my hardest, you know, to kind of get past that. But it's, you know, it's, it's too real. It's too deep inside for us that are, especially minorities, and um, I came to the realization with all this fear is I had made the mistake of going online and seeing all the Trump supporters gloating. There are even a few Trump supporters who have posted online the videos of us, the people had voted for Hillary, who, are, who even wanted change, crying. And um, they're making fun of that. And it occurred to me that they will never in their life be able to feel what we are feeling right now. It'll, it'll never happen. They may be afraid for, you know, other reasons, but for fear that we feel, I don't know, uh, you know, walking outside when it's a little too dark at night for being women, you know, um, walking in the neighbor, bad neighborhood for any minority, anything where we're going to be completely out of a comfort zone can be turned into fear, and they'll always have that. And in that lack of fear is one thing that they're not acknowledging, they'll never acknowledge, and that's their white privilege. And with that said, you, you guys keep um, talking about going back. Yes, we're going to take steps back and everything. But there is this realization that we kind of have to come, come to, especially as white Americans, that we have actually never in the course of hundreds of years or how many years, hundreds of years, actually come out of a very significant, very abhorrent place that was built up a very low moral standard. And from those low moral standards, we are eventually going to have a future and we're going to have products that are low moral, of low moral standards. Hence, you know, I'm not calling these people, well, I might be, but they are the off products of a, of a country that's built, essentially off, it was built off the backs of slavery, genocide, rape, um, whatever you call it. So how can we actually, as American citizens, we can't, we can't ignore this fact anymore because I think with with this ignorance, which ignorance is not necessarily a bad thing at all. People use it as some kind of slur, and it doesn't mean it is, because we can always educate ourselves out of that. It's not a very permanent thing. But I think we kind of need to go back, and we need to embrace that fact, and we, we honestly need to grab a hold of that, because we've become very complacent. We've gotten to a place that actually was festering up for years, probably from the very beginning. And... Um, with that being said, there's, we have to acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge that this was going to happen. But the one thing with progress, though, is, yes, we have made progress, even in all the shitty aspects of the centuries that have been going on. We have made progress, and we have to keep in mind that with Hillary getting as close as she did get, that is progress. It, is, it feels like it is a devastating 
just disappointment and letdown, but it was progress. But now what we have to keep in mind is um, we're fighting, you know, I don't want to call them an enemy because that's kind of aggressive, but we are fighting a similar entity, I guess you could say. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of hate right now out there directed, I think, at the wrong people. Um, I'm seeing it with a lot of anger towards the third party voters and we can't do that right now. You know, we just, we, we can't because the one thing about those third party voters that we have to keep in mind, they're the exact same people, even though they did it a, a little bit different than us. I was, I, you know, was a voting third party, I'm a Bernie supporter, is we all wanted the same end game, the same end goal. So we're on the right track with each other. So it's not necessarily, it, it's not the third party su- supporter that we, we really need to be focusing on. It's the fact that there's a lot more to this than we have acknowledged for so many years. I mean, we can basically go back to, uh, there's the, the whole never forget 9-11. Well, you know what? We, it, we seem to conveniently forget slavery. We seem to conveniently forget genocide, um, Native Americans being slaughtered by the millions, the, the African-Americans simply on their way over here, being brought over here against their will. 1.2 million African-Americans died on their way over here, and that does not count how many actually died here. That is what this country was built on. That is the path that we have seen it take, and we have ended up here as white Americans. Let's start acknowledging it. Let's stop ignoring it. Let's stop. Let's put our damn white fragilities aside, our sensibilities, because you know what? We don't have fucking time for that anymore. Let's, we need to, you know, we need to come together. There needs to be a solidarity, and, and we don't have that right now. And, you know, there was a complacency with us, and, you know, Everyone might say, well, you can't speak for all white Americans. Well, you know, if you're not part of the solution or even if you, um, are, you know, are, are involved in it through omission, you're still kind of part of something that's not going to further progress, progress. So, you know, I'm not trying to get off track here. I just think this is a little bit deeper. Yes, okay. And, and, and I'm, yes, I'm, I'm pissed off with the rest of you guys, and I'm at this point I really – I'm really thinking about everybody else right now because the one thing I don't want to do is have to look inside because then I'm afraid I'm going to break down. And I'm not really good at that, and I don't like to cry, and I can be kind of stubborn. But I, I've broken <laughs> it down. I've looked at these things, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm just – I've read these things. I've, I've tried to educate myself. As a white American, I don't when – I, when I see headlines that say, you know, reverse racism, it, you know, it doesn't exist, you know, written by amazing African-American authors. I don't immediately get pissed off and, and dismiss it. You know what? I open my mind up and I kind of, you know, I, I take a hold of that and I want to read it. You know, it's like, it's even like the, the you know, um, the kind of mockumentary. I think it's a little bit of a documentary, the Dear White People. Hell, you know what? Get out right. there and watch that. You know, and yeah. yes, it has all started from this in there's this concept, and we all know this, of going back in time, it's going to be better for we all know who. You know, white, straight, cisgendered males. And obviously, they're the people who will never know this fear. You know, and it's, you know, I think in a way we kind of, you know, maybe subconsciously prepared for this. And uh, in a very real way, maybe, on, you know, I'm not talking about in like some preparatory preparatory sense, like where, you know, we're, I don't know, buying gallons of water and, you know, waiting for the apocalypse to happen, because I, I, I honestly don't see that happening. But right now, I think, God, all our emotions, they're kind of spinning out of control right now. It is, like I said, it's, it's, it's a very real uh, grieving process. Um, 
gosh, you know, I don't know. I just I wanted I wanted to say that, but I guess another thing I wanted to kind of mention, uh, you know, was I'm a veteran, and I am definitely a veteran against Trump. And um, what kind of is really pissing me off is they tended to use us as pawns in their little game to actually oppress another group of individuals. And uh-huh. um, I'm talking about the, the kneeling for the flag, which I will proudly state right now until all of my brothers and sisters are free and equal, I will also kneel. This veteran will kneel because the flag does not represent all the people until that time, I will not stand. And what I want to say to that is how dare you, everybody that voted for Trump, because do you people even realize, have you done your research? Obviously not. Educate yourself. You have not done that either. Those are the exact same people who vote against our better interests, who vote against our benefits. And I'm not talking, uh-huh. you know, I'm not just talking about retirement benefits, people. I'm talking about soldiers who have served in combat zones who are coming home without eyeballs, without limbs, um, with traumatic brain injuries where they'll never, you know, never see, be, you know, a certain kind of quality of life again. And guess what? <clears throat> this is not only affecting them, that is affecting their families. So don't dare have the right to stand for that flag and sit there and tell me you are going to do it for me and my brothers and sisters uh, veterans, when you have just voted for the very people who are willing to take that away from us just so they can line their pockets, so they can actually pay for wars that are in the billions of dollars, but then don't take care of us when we come back home. That I definitely wanted to get across. So that one, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big you know, uh, activist when it comes to the, to the veterans and everything, having served my brother and my, my father. So I definitely wanted to get that out there. But um, we are you know, I don't <laughs> We've talked about it a lot. We've talked about that a lot on the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, um, you know, the way I'm getting through this right now, yes, there's kind of this uh, denial, which is also a part of the grieving process. You know, it's um, we're going through a very visceral experience right now. Everybody is. Um, But I guess I'm kind of, you know, I'm probably more upset, not so much at the cisgendered straight white male population that voted overwhelmingly for him pretty much, I'm actually kind of I'm upset with our own members in the gay community or minorities that voted for him. And the reason uh-huh. I do is because they understand that fear that we have to go through. I guarantee these that they have at least been called some kind of slur and felt a little uneasy about that. Or, you know, there's some kind of fear that they had to have felt. And that right there is what makes me you know, I will probably never be able to understand it, and I don't know if they could even explain it to me well enough to where I could maybe even compromise in some kind of understanding with them, because they 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 have lived through that fear. They they you know they you know they know how it feels, and I just, just that's probably the population right now that's really upsetting me. Who has voted for Trump, if any is? What do you guys? What do you think? Is that kind of like that? Craig, you want to take that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm so I, angry right now. I have an incredibly difficult time understanding why many members, or not just say many, but even some members of the LGBTQ community or minorities would vote for an individual like Trump. But I mean, also as a white man, I, I've, even I have trouble understanding how fellow white people could really support the guy either. I mean, the guy, he doesn't support our veterans through his policies or, or his language. He doesn't support women's rights, doesn't support 
equal marriage rights for the LGBTQ community. He he go he's all over the map when it comes to many other issues. He thinks climate change is a hoax. The guy yeah. lies seventy five percent of the time he speaks. So I mean regardless of the demographic, I I'm I'm disappointed in the his voters at large, I'd say. Well, and not to mention, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many people are like, well, you know, he's he's going to, you know, set up businesses and we're going to have a thriving America. And it's like, do you not know where he gets his shit from and where he sends? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> where, where he sends his work? It's overseas. I mean, yeah. just just go into any store, not that there's many left, but a store that carries any of his brands and look at the tag. Made in China. Yeah, China. Yep. China. 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 We have to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, it's such a funny you know, movie. So, and, and, and he gets his steel from China. And he yeah. that's what he builds his buildings with. Um, Craig mentioned you know, all the bankruptcies. He's got another bankruptcy now that was just filed two weeks prior to the election. Um, yeah, exactly. At his hotel in Toronto. I was I I want to say because I was there just about two weeks prior to that that um and every time we drove by we we just put a little jinx on it and uh, I would like to say that I was responsible for that makes me feel a little better today um, awesome well I mean we really didn't put a jinx we just flipped it off every time we rode by there. And our Uber drivers loved it, so well, we we take full responsibility. But um, nice. thanks for coming on. Um, I, I mean, just like all of us, I know it's a hard day for you. Um, yeah. I uh, I'm one when I'm angry, I cry, and I I cannot express to you how angry I am right now. And um, so, um, my my eyes look like I went through a bottle of Jameson. When I probably wow. could at this point, but <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not shooting Jameson today. I was I was gonna <laughs> do that if we uh, had a better outcome, but uh, nope. I don't get yeah, to do I that. I an hour of sleep. <laughs> got eggs in my eyes. It's kind of surreal to me like, like, like we're in a movie. It's just, I, really, this whole campaign has kind of felt like a reality television show to me. And right now I kind of feel like I'm in a, the film is like a hybrid between this distinguished gentleman and idiocracy. And I'm just not sure if the, the dream, if I'm going to awaken from this dream or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, yeah, like I'm just saying, like, you know, like you, you were saying a few minutes ago that, you know, in a way, we've kind of had a chance to prepare for this. Um, for once in my life, I'm not. I wasn't prepared. Um, I thought it was a done deal. I mean, um, yeah. And even last night, when 
you know, I mean, I was talking to you some, you know, we were talking and, um, and, and, and I feel like shit today because there were so many people who I just wanted to reach through the screen and hug because they're, they kept coming to me, you know, wanting to know what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And I'm like, hang in there, hang in there. They're, you know, it's too close to call. You know, these are these are states we're gonna get. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. And oh, oh gosh. Now I I'm like I, I can't. I I mean I certainly couldn't look them in the eye right now. Um, but I mean yeah. it's not my fault. I mean I know it's not my fault. But, no, it's not. Um, I just I I I think I think around one o'clock last night I finally tried to start. Preparing myself, um, I taken some Nyquil, but I really was day up, and uh, I started writing something to all of our listeners and followers, and um, and I just fell asleep, and um, so I just I've just said what I've said today that um, I, I I I usually don't hurt for words <laughs> um but today i i don't know i well there's a sense of this um and i'm sure everybody's feeling it there's this loss of control i mean um you know there's yeah. a lot of things that piss off in this world and it's like okay well i can fix this i have a flat tire fuck it i can fix that i can do this right now it's like it's completely out of our hands and you know there's this this lack of control feeling in that it's making us crazy, you know. Um, and, you know, the only thing I can think right now is, you know, <clears throat> we've, we've got our protests, we've got our voices. Um, you know, there's there's a plenty of causes that we can, you know, we can uh, contribute to, um, donate to yours, uh, the the podcast, the show, um, Planned Parenthood. I mean, we can, we can make our effort. We can do our part for the time being. I'm not saying that's going to be a permanent fix for what we're feeling, but it might give us some right. kind of semblance of control back into our lives, you know, and it's like, you know, I just, like I keep saying, I'm, I'm, you know, once everything inside me, this whole very textured, manic depressive, little cycling thing that's going on with all the emotions that I'm feeling starts to settle down and the crash, I'm not looking forward to that because then I'm going to have to look deep inside myself and start asking, you know, right. some very real questions, you know, and it's, it's some very real crap, you know, that's going to, you know, I, I know that, you know, I'm gay, I'm married, you know, what the hell is going to happen with that? But like I brought up yesterday, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so concerned with, you know, our youth, you know? I mean, they just watch this happen. They just, and they know it. They they have seen these kids, you know, we've, we've seen it on YouTube and on places. They are very, very aware, more aware than some people think of all this hate and vitriol and everything that is going on right now with him and you know, I mean, many are asking, hey, am I going to have to leave? Is, is, is this going to happen? My God, our kids should never, ever have to worry about that at a young age. These kids should be worrying about, well, hell, you know, going out to play after school or, you know, playing on whatever right. game console they have nowadays kind of thing. And it's <clears> like, <throat> you know, when I grew up, you know, they didn't – okay, when the, when, the, when the game year thing that happened, I might cry. <sighs> okay. When the gay marriage thing happened, I remember growing up, 
I've been gay my entire life. I've always hated myself because of it, you know, not feeling normal, not feeling accepted, validated shit. I went through Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which is the biggest fucking ridiculous thing I ever went through in my life for all of us. Because we were still getting kicked uh-huh. out for things such as uh, personality disorders, you know. We didn't, we didn't tell them. They didn't ask, but they found out. So here you go. Here's a personality disorder. Believe me, they were doing it. I was there. Um, so there came this time. I'm from Alaska. I just moved down here. Um, 37 miles, 100 miles in five days to marry the woman who is now my wife. And um, I was in Canada. I was right on the border of Canada and America. And I took a picture of this. I took a, a picture of the border. And the gay marriage had just passed. And I was able, oh, my God. You know, I was able to travel over that fucking border into America for the first time in my life validated. And I'm sitting there and I'm crying because my mom has always been supportive of me. I came out to her when I was 16 years old. And um, I remember the first thing out of her mouth was, no, you're not. Not because, not because, you know, she was angry about that. Oh, my God, you're gay. No, because she worried so much about the things that I could possibly be going through in my life, the hate, which I I have been through. I've been spit on. I had garbage thrown at me. I have been assaulted. I people threaten my body with harm in groups. They don't. They never come to you in one. In, in as a one person, they come at you in groups. That's. Uh-huh. I have been through that, and I thought about that on my way over the border. I thought of my mom because my mom always wanted me to have that right to get married. You know, when I just cried, I'm like, oh my god, she's not going to be able to see this, and and I, and, you know. And I cried because the one thing, I'm an identical twin, too. I remember, I remember looking at my mom and asked her before I left that room, and I'll never forget this after I came out to her. And I asked her, I was like, Mom, I, I called her Mommy, and later on in life I called her Mama. I'm like, Mommy, you know, there's Chris and then there's me, you know, or are you going to look at me as a gay twin and her as a straight, a straight twin? Because I always, I just, I just wanted to be normal. For the first time in my life, I wanted to be normal, validated, accepted. And she just looked at me and she said, you know what? you're my daughter, and that's what you'll always be. And I thought about that coming over the border, and this is exactly why, I guess I'm crying now, I guess this is the cathartic part of this for me, now that everything's coming out. I thought about that. When Obama was elected, my God, I cried. My mom passed away in 2000. She never got to see any of this. She never got to see gay marriage get legalized. She never, equal marriage. She never got to see Obama. She never got to see a fucking woman run for the first time, you know, and I would hate uh-huh. to think that everything that I'm doing, you know, would forget about the path that she, you know, made for us. My my mom was this liberal hippie, and she wanted all these things for all these people, you know, and even though she wasn't as active as I am, I don't want her dying in vain because the one thing that me and her had in common was a fight, you know, a fight for the people, a fight for the youth, my God, you know, and I know too many people in this in this country. The kids, goddamn! Oh, it's the kids that are affecting me. It's the youth, you know. These uh-huh. aren't validated, you know. And we just we just fucking told these kids in our country. These kids growing up feel fucking unsafe already. We just told them it's all right that you feel unsafe because you know what? You don't matter. And I've got a big fucking problem with that. I really do. And me too. That- so what's going to be my fuel to keep going? It's going to be them. It's going to be them. It's going to be thinking about all those young kids out there, the ones that are following behind us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that'll be it. That'll be my fuel. 
Oh, I guess I got emotional. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, everybody is, and uh, I appreciate you calling so much and being so open with us. Um, we do have some people that have been waiting, and um, but I I really appreciate you sharing what you did. Um, you know, I think we probably all have um, you know our own horror stories of. Um, uh, of being treated differently, and um, you know, I mean, I'm an aunt to a wonderful niece and nephew, and we've just shown them that a a bully can freaking win the White House, and um, yep, and that sucks. And um, yeah, I saw I saw Van Jones on CNN last night. He said the same thing. He looked over at Jeffrey Lord and said, "What do I tell my kids?" Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Here, here's a man who spent his entire campaign using hate, hateful rhetoric, basically being a bully. What do, I, what do I tell my kids? That this man, that a bully, this a sexist, racist, xenophobic, homophobic individual can get elected president. How do I look my daughter in the eyes and and tell her about this story, about how this man said point blank that he can get away with grabbing women by the pussy because of who he is? How can I tell my daughter that? How how can I say we elected this man as as president? I was already pissed enough that, you know, my my niece is very um very cool kid and is is very um she's a smart kid. And I'm I'm not saying that because she's my niece, but I mean she's into things that maybe most thirteen year olds wouldn't get and um and it was sad that she couldn't watch. She wanted to watch um, the debates, but we didn't let her watch that. I mean, he's over there talking yeah. about grabbing pussy, and she's 13 years old going, what the hell? You know, I mean, she'd be like, what is, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to be in that conversation with her parents. Um, and I'm sorry if I threw that phrase around lightly. I'm 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 I don't take it lightly. I'm just basically, I guess I'm just saying it like he does, so that it doesn't. Now you're basically quoting our, our next president. Yeah. I mean that is who our president is. Yeah. And for fuck's sake, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a damn good thing we're not uh, under FCC control. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Hey, it's open and honest. I like that. Yep. Yeah, That's sure. what you get, whether you like it or not. It's coming. Sometimes <laughs> the words just flow. Mm. And like a poet. And you didn't know it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> because oh, my feet knows. show it. They're Longfellows. <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> just to go on for a while. <laughs> I bye. Well, thank you again, um, and, and I hope we can have you on some more. Um, you know, really, um, give give everybody your blog. Um, you you have a lot of good okay. things to say, and um, and and give every, give everybody that blog. Them? Okay, yeah. oh, okay, it's a uh, it's PJ as in uh, Papa Juliet PJ Secluded dot com. And uh, I'll put that up on uh, 
I'm going to put that up on Twitter as well. And uh, awesome. Thank you again for yeah, coming on, and uh, I'm sure I'll probably speak to you later today. Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys take care, and thank you so much for having me on. Okay. All right. Thanks. Take care. Right. Bye. 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 You have anything to say? We've got three callers waiting. <laughs> Sorry really to hope. the callers. We have someone who's been waiting <laughs> 48 minutes. Um, All right, let's, let's go then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and right. I, I think I think it's one of our friends. Um, welcome to the Tracy and Craig show. Hello. Who I think it is. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello. Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, okay. Hi. I'm sad. Was this pitching a fit? Yeah. I'm sad. I'm really, really, really sad. But I'm going to say this. And I know it's going to sound really negative, but I'll I'll just give you a few more things after I say it. But I've got to say it. What happened last night truly is equal protection under the law died. It died. And people don't even know it yet. Mike Pence is our VP. Trump said he wanted to make America great again, and his vice president's role will be taking care of domestic issues, the things he doesn't want to do. What does that mean? He gets to take care of policy in terms of my my son, my son and his partner's rights? Is he going to take away their life, their jobs? Well, they live in London right now, but they wanted to come back. And I said, don't. You know, I was over there with them when Brexit happened. Right. And seeing the dis- just, just the, the shock and horror on Londoners' faces, it went right then, it went through my head. This could happen to us. We could get Trump. And now we've got him. And we've got, and I know, you know, I know people are, oh, God, oh, God, Trump. I'm more, oh, God, Pence. This is a man who believes in conversion therapy. This is a man who believes in vaginal probes. This is a man who put a woman in prison that had a miscarriage. I'm telling you, he's a psychotic, religious freak and nobody vetted him I was screaming all along I know who this man is he's in Indiana I'm just in Tennessee I hear everything about this man I knew what he was I screamed about it to people and everybody laughed at me I'm telling you he's the one that I'm afraid of I'm afraid for my friend who I'm having dinner tonight with after we walk our dogs He's a wonderful gay man, but he's a kindergarten teacher. Pence doesn't want Uh, people around children. People uh, don't know this shit about him, excuse me for swearing, but I'm just so, so 
sick about that man. You know, Trump's a buffoon. This man's a believer. He believes in creationism. I'm sorry. No. Who can run a country who believes in creationism? I, I, really, my mind right now is, is like exploding in horror, just horror thoughts of, of, of what, not so much Trump, because Trump has no core beliefs. He's like osmosis. He sucks in whatever the people around him tell him to suck in. That's what he is. He's, you know, but when you have someone like Pence, who's a true believer, that's when I'm afraid. Okay, so I'm off my soapbox. I apologize. I'm just sick about Pence. Oh, you... Oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> We're all going we, through the reading we, process right now. I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, but um, yeah, I was. We, I was, I was we, 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 you know, we pride ourselves in preparation. You know, days in advance, we try to start getting lists together of things we want to talk about, and um, you know, having our resources. And I'm here to tell you, we have absolutely nothing. <laughs> Um, who, nothing. who could pre- um, who could prepare us for this? No. The people that voted for him voted because they're angry, and yeah. well, not all of them. Some of them are just flat out disgusting bigots, mm-hmm. and some of them are old, fat white guys that need to get in their lazy boy and watch a ball game. I'm a woman. I just saw Roe v. Wade go out the window. I just saw equal pay fall off a cliff. And I also am the mother of a gay young man who we got him through his teenage years with our love and support. And now I think of my my friends and and my son and and his partner and all I can think of is where are their rights going to fall? Where are they going to end? How is how ugly can this get? And then I think, Jesus Christ and Savior, it's Mike Pence. He could ruin everything. And so I just kind of was distraught today. Well. Um... You know, on behalf of your son, I, uh, I I have to thank you for being such a wonderful parent. Um, I've I've shared some today that I'm just waiting on the call for my mother to rub you know, it in that that Trump won. Tracy, and, um, Tracy, can I say uh, something uh, real quick to you? Because uh, I need to say. Hold, yeah, hold, hold, for, hold, hold on, but okay, sorry. I just. Um, he has a mom that gives a shit and, and doesn't judge him and good for him and good for you. But go ahead. What I wanted to say was I heard when you were talking about how your mom treated you and I'm going to start crying again because it made me cry because all I could think was I could hear the sadness in your voice and the anger. And I thought, 
she's a mother. How could she be that way to her own child over something as unimportant as who you love? I, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't. I, you know, I was raised in a northern, classically northern liberal family, so I, I can't relate to what you had to have gone through, but. But I, my heart just ached for you, and I hope you do get a phone call from your mother, and shame on her if she doesn't call you. I know you love your mom, but I'm sorry, we parents, we have to help. We have to help. And, I, you know, and that I guess the one thing I want to say to people is, right now, with what's going on, it is so important that we follow what Congress is doing. We follow what bills they're trying to pass. We pay attention. We be vigilant because if they start wiping away rights for the gay and lesbian community, for for women, uh, for women's reproductive rights, men will lose some of theirs down the road too, and they won't start caring until somebody says no to them. We have to be on the steps of Congress with our banners and screaming at the top of our lungs. People have got to stay informed, or we're in trouble. Yeah. And we can't ignore the midterm elections, which we seem to every couple of years. Democrats have got to get involved in midterm elections. Yeah. No sitting it out. It starts at the supervisor of the county seat. It starts on the library board. Hell, it starts with a dog catcher. Mm-hmm. If we keep filling our communities and our state assemblies with conservative, ridiculous 1950s beliefs, we are never going to get rid of the Mike Pence's of this world. Yeah. You okay, Tracy? <laughs> I'm sorry, Tracy. Did I upset you? No, no, not you at all. I'm so, I'm sorry if I upset you. I I, I I wasn't trying to be Trust callous. Me. I just I wasn't oh, trying course. to be callous. I just it it's mind boggling to me when 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 someone feels alone and doesn't feel as though they have support from their their most important love institution, which is your family. I'll never understand either. I had a friend of mine. He he came out to me in college. It was about 10 years ago or so, and none of my, my friends and I were at least, at least a bit surprised that it came out. We, we always kind of knew, but then he came out to his family, his, his parents in particular. They they disowned him. They told him to get out and never come back unless he got, quote-unquote, healed. And so he spent a number of years going through the, the denial and pain process of, of drinking too much, taking drugs, and just trying to numb out the pain he felt for his parents telling him, you know, we don't, we don't love you anymore. You, you can't come back unless you try to be, pretend to be somebody that you're not. And that just, it tore me up inside. I, I, I haven't got, I had to go through that myself as I'm not gay, but I, I, I'll never forget the, the pain on his face. And I, I just wanted to reach out and do, do something that I felt helpless at the same time. And, I don't never know what he truly felt at that point in time, and, and thankfully his family has come around a little bit more through the years. But and he and he bounced back in, in a good way. But I I can't imagine 
having to go through that and wanting to come home for, during the holidays and your your mom or dad or both saying, no, you're not welcome here because of who you love. I, I just, I'll never be able to understand that. I won't either. And, you know, just, I, I, I'm just going to give you a little story because it just happened to me this morning on Twitter. I ran into a young man in his late teens. He's gay. He was terrified. And I wrote to him. I said, he said, my life is over. I'm so afraid. And I, I wrote, I'm going to get weepy again. I wrote to him and I said, no, sweetie, your life isn't over. There are so many of us out there that love you, believe in your rights, and we will be there for you. And he messaged me and he's like, did you mean that? And I said, of course I meant it. I've been fighting for my son's rights my whole adult life since since I knew when he was eight years old, he was a gay boy. And he's like, God, my mom never did that. And I just thought, what is wrong with these people? Yeah. So, you know, if anything, right now, we have got to reach out to these young, still confused, homosexual children that are going, people are, I'm afraid, people are going to hate me, I've got to hide. Nobody should be in a closet ever again. And they're out there, and they're really hurting today, and that just breaks my heart. So, uh, well, listen, I, 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 I've, I've kept your ear too long. I apologize. Tracy, I'm sorry okay. if, I, if I upset you. I love you, you guys. You did And, and I, I look forward to seeing you on Twitter. I look forward to listening to your show, and thank you for taking my call. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks a bunch. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. Um, Craig, I, I want to give out, you know, we, we've given this number out so many times. And when she was talking, um, I I was uh, immediately, my thoughts went to our our young uh, gay youth. And, um, uh, you know, we gave out this number. Uh, we've given this information out a lot and um if you're feeling if you're feeling afraid and uh you know if you if you think that you want to take your life because of this hateful man that is now in charge of our country i want you to go online to the trevor project and it's the Trevor is spelled T R E V O R project dot org. The treasure Trevor project dot org. Um, the phone number that you can call twenty four seven. Someone will be there for you. Um, is eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. Again, that number is 866-488-7386. If you go on their website, there's also a way that you you can chat with someone. You know, if you're at home and you don't want people to overhear your conversation. And um, you can also text them through the website, you know, you know, just um, 
I know so many people, including myself. Um, I I never attempted, but I um, I wanted to be dead rather than be gay. And um, <laughs> right now, I can't imagine how you know kids in high school are feeling. Um, I mean, my my sister and brother-in-law are both school teachers and I know a lot of their friends and, you know, they've said that, um, you know, ever since Donald Trump got the nomination that I mean, bullying was already bad enough. And, um, you know, and, and, and they live in Mississippi, so you can only imagine. And, um, and it's, it's up, you know, it's, I, you know, that it went up when he got the nomination. So I can't imagine what kids um, who may be a little different, whether it's gay or um, the artistic kid, the, you know, the free thinker, <laughs> the kids that are different um, in a great way. Um, I can't imagine what they're going through today. And um, so I just want to make sure. Uh, I put that number um, and that website out there. And that's the thing. Uh, it's like our, our last caller said, it seems like Donald Trump's opinions kind of go with the wind. But whether he means to or not, he kind of sees himself as an entertainer first, I think. I mean, he, he's legitimized such rhetoric. He's legitimized such behavior with, with his hateful speech, calling out, pretty much every, any and every demographic you can think of. And, again, whether it was intentional or not, he's basically legitimized bullying. And like you said, I've seen several studies which showcase that there's an increase in such school behavior since he announced his candidacy. And that's disturbing at so many levels. Right. I I, I, I do think... One thing we have to keep in mind is over these past eight years or so, the LGBTQ community have, has really has really made progress in this country, and I think that's largely due to the fact that we've become more aware. More more people in our lives have come forward saying, "Hey, we're I'm gay or I'm lesbian," and there not there are not as many people staying in the closet, and it. it this has really forced us to face the issue front and center. I mean, previously, we could kind of demonize the entire demographic, saying, "Well, I don't know any, I don't know any of those people." And but now we have, we've had to face reality front and center, and as polls will showcase, an increasing number of people in this country now supports at least equal marriage rights for for gay and lesbian couples, and. I, I think that's important going forward. No matter who the president is, yeah. we, we have we have the majority of the country on our side now. Um, Mike, we 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 got still got a couple people online, and um, and the next person's been holding forty five minutes. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get these calls in. I'm, um. Hello, welcome to the Tracy and Craig show. What's your name? Where are you calling Hi. from? I'm calling from Arkansas, if you can believe it. 
Um, you know, a red face that, you know, is notoriously red. Um, I talked to you last night on Twitter, Tracy. I reached out to you because it's just so overwhelming, you know, to live in a place where everyone thinks differently than you do. My husband's, you know, really supportive with my ideas. You know, I am a liberal. I think, you know, everyone's important. We have a three-year-old son, and my biggest concern is how do I tell him that it's okay to be mean and hateful and be a bully? I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's too much. It's just setting everything back, and as a woman... I feel directly threatened by the person who holds the highest office in our country. I feel like I'm less of a person today, and I've never been made to feel that way. My parents have always let me know I can do whatever I want. My dad was a male nurse, and I used to get picked on in school because my mom stayed at home. My dad was a nurse, and that's just unheard of where I'm from. And this is just Bringing up a lot of feelings. <laughs> Nobody should feel un- unequal. And I live in a town where I have not seen a single Hillary sign. I've seen people who nail Trump Pence signs onto anything. If you mention anything other than the right side of politics, you're you're an idiot. You're stupid. <laughs> It's so hard. And I thought today I'd wake up where things would be right. And they just feel more wrong than they have my whole life. I turned 18 the year Barack Obama ran and was nominated for president. And I never felt more proud than to be able to vote in that election and have my voice heard. For someone who actually did make a difference, and now everything is just—I'm so afraid. As a woman, oh, I, I, I wish I could reach you phone and hug you right now. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that you felt like you let people down last night, but I want you to know that you were a huge, huge help for me. I can't believe that people have been conned. People that I love have been conned by the biggest con man in history, in recent history. He's tricking everyone. He's playing off their fears, and that's horrifying. I'm dreading the holidays for the first time in my life because my family is so divided. I hear you. I hear you. But nobody should feel that way. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I'm sorry. It's just a lot. We should not feel that way. Quit apologizing. You didn't do anything wrong. You haven't done a damn thing wrong. Um, We're we're all full of tears today, trust me. um, You know, you you are on, (laughs) even though you're left. You're on the right side, okay? You're just on the side, and it makes you liberal that you care about others 
that you you just want equality for people. You want people to be treated with respect. Then God damn it, if that makes you a liberal, then I I'm right there with you. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a big liberal. There is. Just because we want treated people decently, it doesn't. It, you're not wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. God, I'm so sorry. You're trapped where you are. Um, I don't believe I told you this last night when you were talking to me. But uh, there's that baby. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, I've got my knee today, so which makes me oh, even okay. sadder because. She's a girl, and she's going to have to grow up with yeah. an idiot for president, so. Yeah. Um, but I I grew up in Mississippi originally. I, um, I got out 18 years ago. Um, I don't know. I, I made that sound like it was a prison sentence, but for me it was. Um, when... when when I started figuring out who I was and, um, you know, people have been mentioning today how they, you know, correct mentioned about his friend and um, hey. one of my best friends in the whole world, um, his parents, his parents kicked him out of the house and uh, actually asked him to change his last name. And a friend of ours' parents adopted him at the age of 23 which was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And, um, but you keep fighting. Keep fighting. Don't give up. You can always message me. People, you know, I mean, people think that Craig and I are untouchable because we have a talk show, and that's just not true. And I hope people know that by now. You write me. On, on whether it's direct message, um, our email account, I, I one of us will get back to you. I promise you that. Um, we we will never be too big for our britches. <laughs> um, that's a southern saying, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> a very overused um, one sometimes, but definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I we will always be here. Um, and and don't you dare give up your your beliefs. Uh I'm sorry that you I mean no one should be should feel threatened by the highest office in the land. No. And um horrible. And and Know that I feel the same way. I, I'm a, I'm a victim of sexual abuse, and what he has put me through this election and the hundreds of thousands of other women. Um, was well, not planning on talking about this today. Um, what he has put so many people through. Um. It sickens me. It sickens me. But we're going to have to stick together. You Exactly. If, if, the start, if the state starts splitting off, you come on up here. I, I, 
two extra bedrooms and a bathroom upstairs. <laughs> um, well, luckily I have a husband who's on the same page that, you know, women are, you know, equal to good. men. He oh sees that my good. role is equal when I wanted to go back to work. He supported that and he helps me so much with our son. And luckily, you know, we don't have him in daycare. We have awesome parents that, you know, on both sides that help us, but, all of our political views, you know, are just really different. Other than my mom, my mom, she's totally my rock with all that. Have I called her probably five or six times last night and asked her if she had any extra wine, and I usually don't drink that much. But <laughs> where I live, it's um, a dry county, so the nearest place is like 45 <laughs> minutes away to get alcohol. Oh, and I man. thought I was going to be having how a happy I, night, I so I didn't anticipate eating it. <laughs> It's like you tell people from other places, and they don't even, they can't even fathom that you can't go anywhere to get Yeah, when I first moved alcohol. where I was, I mean, you can get booze and beer and everything else in the grocery stores here. And we've got yeah. we've got drive through sure you can get candy, pizza, and I'll get a you know, 12-pack of beer. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. That sounds like a totally different world. Yeah, we, we like our alcohol here, I guess. Where my parents well, are, though, you still you still can't get you still can't buy liquor in their county, which is the strangest thing to me. Um, that's very weird. You know, so let's let's put people in danger and have them drive across this crazy bridge to get to the nearest uh, liquor store and then drive back across that bridge. You know, let's give our money to another county. Um, whatever. I I've. I've stopped trying to figure Mississippi out. No. <laughs> um, but seriously, I I know it's not my fault, but I feel so bad that I was I was trying so hard to give you hope last night, and um, I, I know I I know I I mean I I I know I'm not the one who was in charge of. Um, you know, of how the voting went. You know, I know that I did my part. We did our part on this show. I did my part in my personal life as well as professional life. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm glad you called because you've really, you've been on my heart today. And um, I didn't know if you were going to call or not. And um, um, After I talked to you earlier, I just went and took a shower <laughs> and I really did, so I sobbed. Because it's just terrifying. I feel more optimistic now just because I think if we do band together, you know, there's still good in the world. Not everyone is hateful. It is. Even though it um, feels like that. You know, people people think that just because we want more love in the world and more goodness and peace that – Oh, you're just a bunch of hippies. Well, I got yeah, make me a hippie. I mean, whatever. Um, I like there's, there's something wrong with that. Being kind and wanting love as opposed to wanting hate. I, I don't understand that. <laughs> exactly. How you know? How is that? Um, how, you know how 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 that is is not something we should all strive for is. Is beyond me. But, um, yeah, they taught us the so golden rule back in elementary school. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. Unto you, and 
if you say that now as an adult, they, they think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, just say go F yourself. That's, that's what it's more like. <laughs> exactly. And, like, damn it, it, it's in the Bible, this thing you want to throw in our face, you know? What about, you yeah. know? Uh, and and but they only they only pick certain things out of the Bible and and of course it's all the negative stuff not the stuff that you know if you believe in Jesus if you believe in who he was he was a good man that good did good works and the word Christian actually means a little Christ and you know I'm not exactly the most religious person in the world but <laughs> but I did go to Southern Baptist School for 12 years, um, <laughs> so I get some type of reward. Um, but you know, even if you you know don't believe everything about who Jesus was, I do believe he walked the earth doing good deeds. And these people that call him call themselves Christians, they are little Christ. I mean, that's the they're they're not. And um, it might sound judgmental, so be it. But um, you're being judgmental of me, and um, that's not exactly Christ-like either. So no, Amen. you hang in there, okay? And anytime you want to talk, okay. I'm, I'm, you just shoot me a message. Thank you, Thank guys. You for calling. Thanks okay. for calling. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll keep fighting. Hang in there. <laughs> All right. I okay. will. You guys too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. We've got one more call. It's our friend Stacy calling from Mobile. Stacy, come at me, babe. Are you there? Did we lose one? Stacy. Stacy? I think we might have lost her. Yeah. Sorry about that. All right, Stacy, call back. We'll get you on, I promise. Um, what are you thinking, dude? Gosh. I'm just going through a lot of what other people are going through right now. I just I keep going back and forth emotion-wise from anger to sadness to kind of a fire's mentality to just, well, screw it. And I And those phases go back into the cycle and start over so start all over again and yeah I don't know every every time I go into screw it mode though I mean I, I even told my mom at one point and she, she's a steadfast progressive as well and I just told her you know what perhaps this country deserves someone like Trump but then now, now that I, I think about it well I might think that for some of the adults in this country I have to think about the kids and the kids, they don't deserve this. I mean, j- just think about this campaign and how you're going to talk to your kids about this whole election cycle and how you're going to tell them about our next president in the United States. How, how, if you thought the birds and the bees conversation was awkward and, and difficult, and that's nothing compared to explaining to them that this con man, this bully, this alleged sexual predator this liar this narcissist this potential sociopath is the leader of our country 
what, what are kids, and you know, what are kids the, the scary thing is, the only world leader we have heard from. Putin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, how he can't David, wait David, to David Duke released a book out also. He, David Duke released, I think, was a tweet saying that this was an important win for, quote-unquote, our people. That's David Duke Who talking. David Duke. Oh, Jesus. Don't get yeah. me started on that, man. Hey, KKK, Okay. Let's try to get Stacy and then um, we'll finish out our thoughts. All right. Hey, Stacy, are you on with us? I should be. Can you hear me? There we go. Yes, Welcome ma'am. to the show. <laughs> oh, finally. I'm so sorry about that. I wasn't going to give up on you. I was going to call back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my God! Bless, bless your hearts. I am so, so sorry to hear you so upset. And believe me, I empathize. We're all upset. I mean, depression aside, you know, I know what it's like, you know, to be like really down in the dumps and have, you know, just feel like everything's been kicked out from underneath you. But let me tell you, um, I do care. We're going to get through this no matter what. This sucks. But let me tell you something. This should, If nothing else, this should make us all want to fight that much more. Yes. Don't let it keep you down. You see, um, basically it's just a case of you have to try harder. No, it, it didn't work this time around, but you know what? We're not. We're not done. And also, when you were talking earlier about why don't people, you know, try to find uh, the more positive aspects of what's in the Bible instead of focusing on the negative? Well, you know what? That's what we need to be doing with everything else, too, what mm-hmm. we do, what we believe in, what we feel is right. Focus on what is there that is positive. That's one of the coping skills 101 that you learn uh, usually in therapy when you have depression. <laughs> try to find anything positive. Well, here's one. Here's one. We have more Democrats in the Senate now. We do have a Democratic woman, uh, Ms. Duckworth, in Illinois. She nah, broke she that nah. ground. Hillary didn't break that ground, but she did. She mm-hmm. won a small victory, but nonetheless, she, she managed to accomplish what Clinton wasn't able to this time around. And Joe Arpaio got voted out, as did Pat McCrory in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you see, you see, um, we need to be focusing on the allies we are making right now, mm-hmm. because we are making them. And there's a saying, strength in numbers, and that's why we need each other right now. This is not a time for us to just completely give up. This is not a time for us to give up on our fellow man. This is not a time to stop caring about each other. This is something that should make us care for each other that much more. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a lesbian. I'm not a. I mean, I'm not a lesbian. I'm not uh, transgender, but I do not like seeing people having their God-given, if you want to put it that way, or just natural, if you want to put it that way, to rights taken away from mm-hmm. them. That's a. That's the point of civil rights. It's not just about race. It's not just about religion. It's about fighting for what's right. And this is not right, what's going on right now. It is not right. 
I was calm in my latest video commentary that I do on YouTube. And let me say this, I'm not trying to get, like, famous publicity or anything. It's just for the sake of spreading a positive message and just being cathartic. That's why I don't have the commentary turned on, because you know there are trolls that will come left and right oh, yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that does not mean that. that I will not does not mean I will not discuss it and share it on other parts of social media. And yes, everybody's entitled to an opinion, but I've I've often said and I'm still gonna point it out that freedom of speech is a two way street. They can the negative people, the haters can say and believe what they want to, but guess what? We have that same power. We have just as much a right to disagree with them and to go against them and what they have to say. It's not a double standard. It's never been a double standard, and we're not going to let it be a double standard. I have had – I mean, I'm, I'm a sweet-tempered I'm a sweet tempered person, but you know, let me tell you something. There ain't no sugar and spice and everything nice crap right now. I'm too angry for that. I'm too pissed off, and what hurts more than anything else is having to hear so many people afraid and crying, literally living in fear. Well, let me tell you a catalyst, actually. I recently had, not long after I moved to my new apartment, where... You know, I have like a a case manager or a social worker. Her name is Delisha, and I have a neighbor named Denisha. Their names rhyme, so it's kind of cute. But uh, (laughs) but anyway, um, Delisha told me when I told her that sometimes when I get really depressed, I've always had this habit of isolating myself instead of opening up. I mean, there'll be times I'd open up, but if I'm really depressed, sometimes I just hide. And she said, no, I don't want you hiding. It has to come from you. You have to come out and speak up about anything. And and she really hit a nerve with me on that. I mean, a good nerve, not a bad one, but a good one. You know, I thought I have spent my life under the thumb of a lot of really bad people, sadly, some of them my own relatives. I went through a lot of psychological abuse, some sexual, some, uh, some um, you know, a lot of physical, but... <laughs> And I'm not afraid to share that. It hurts to talk about it. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to share it because, you know, sometimes you have to get these things out. But the point is we've all suffered to some degree. I may not be LGBT myself, but I empathize with all of you because I myself know what it's like to be living in fear. I know what it's like to be in a situation where you have to be quiet, You, you know, and if you dare speak up for yourself, you know, all of a sudden you're made into this really bad person. No, that's not true. You can assert yourself. You can still be a good person. That is that is definitely the truth. That is no lie. Don't you ever let anybody make you feel otherwise. You have a yeah. right to speak up. You have a right to fight. And I'm not going to be quiet anymore. You see, I had no choice. I was silenced as a victim of abuse in my childhood, even through my adolescence, even through some of my earlier adult years, I had to deal with uh, family or uh, sometimes other people just in one situation or another, in which I had no control. But there's one thing that you can always control, and that's how you feel. That's how you think. It's what you believe in. 
I did attempt suicide when I was 15, and mm-hmm. I almost died. I came very close. I took an overdose of cold capsules because mm-hmm. I was so depressed, not just from being um, at home with problems. I had problems at school, too, with people being cruel. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, home should be a safe haven. So you can understand the way a frightened person would feel, especially a young person when I was like, you know, 15 or about 15 and a half at the time. You can't even go home and feel safe. That's bad because we all need somewhere to feel safe. And that's what really makes me so damn mad right now is these poor people out there who just want equal rights or living in fear and being made to feel that you don't count, we reject you, we're even your family and we reject you. But you know what? Um, sometimes friends can be the family we should have had, and that's the family we can choose. Yep. So we are a family. We're all in the same boat in one way or another because there's so much we can relate to. But I know what it's like to be afraid. I know what it's like to feel that there's no way out. But you listen to me. There is always somebody who cares, even when things get really bad. You see, after my suicide attempt, I survived. And things didn't get a whole lot better. I still had to leave my family. Um, But I did start therapy. I was on medication for the first time, and then I started to see the world with new eyes. I may not have had as much strength back then as I do now, but I am going to say that, you know, it it was the start of progress. There was light at the end of the tunnel. That's a corny expression, but you know what? There's a lot. There can be a lot of truth to it, and there is still a silver lining. There's still a light out there that we can get to. We don't have to hide. We don't have to be suppressed. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to take your own life because there is always somebody, anybody who's willing to listen. There is always someone who cares. You have to reach out. Don't hide. Don't isolate yourself. Don't live in fear. Because there is truly safety in numbers, and we can all be there for each other. We have each other's backs. We're not going to have our rights taken away. And also, let me make this point, too, that in general, this country, yes, it is a democracy. And even when we have a president and vice president, it's still Congress, it's still the Senate, there's still other powers that be in the country to have to um, keep things in order, to keep things safe. And we are getting more of those allies that will understand that. You see, uh, some sometimes laws that are passed they're, you know, or not passed, it sucks, but that's why you keep trying. That's why you keep trying, and that's why you have to remind yourself that, you know, we're never alone, and there are always new, you know, there are always reinforcements somewhere there's always somebody else who will come out who will come out and speak for us and stand with us and fight with us but i do not want to hear anybody saying that they're afraid that is a violation of human rights right there 
for anybody to live under duress. I don't care if Trump won the election. Let me tell you something. He's just president in name only. It's just a title. He's just a figurehead. He's something else, too, but I don't want to wash my mouth out with soap right now. (laughs) (laughs) See, there you go. I just laugh a little bit. Yeah. You listen to me. We do have... We do have people in power who are going to do what they can for us, and we have to keep reaching out to them. We don't have to keep this all to ourselves. You see, my vote, as far as I'm concerned, did count. It did. It made a big difference because I spoke out as an individual, and I'm trying to be a, a good part of the system to make sure that it works. And that's what everybody else needs to realize. What broke my heart most of all probably over all of this is just the revelation of how divided everybody really is in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. That's scary that people are losing their faith in the government, in the country, in each other. We can't have that. You know, there are always going to be some bad people in the world. We can't always have control over that, that's for sure. But the, <clears throat> the point is, you know, what you do is you treat the situation and you keep fighting. Just like with my depression, my medication may not be a cure-all, my therapy may not be a cure-all, but you know what? You have to keep fighting against it. You know what you're up against. You know what the symptoms are. And once they set in, you can't let it get you down. You have to get back up and fight. And that's what I want everybody else to do. I want you to use that same principle. And, damn it, I want you all to know that I just care. That's something we all need to be reminded of right now. We just need to be cared about. We need to be loved. We don't need to be shunned. And if you have never in your life ever done anything to, with true malice, hurt anyone else or yourself, It doesn't matter what you've done in life. You're a good person. And that definitely counts. I love you all all so much. And I love you, Tracy. I love you, Craig. You guys, you know, just hang in there. Just hang in there. I'm here for you. Anytime you want to talk, let me tell you some silly jokes. You know, (laughs) just need some cheering up. That's just it. We can talk about serious no, I stuff, do, I do, but we can also talk about funny YouTube. stuff. So, I do check out your your, your YouTube channel. Uh, you, you do make me smile, and uh, I appreciate you being so open and honest about yourself and what you've been through. And I believe you um, definitely empower people. I believe that you inspire strength and. Um, I I think this was the perfect last caller of the day. Yes, I uh, oh. oh, you're making me blush. Come on. No, <laughs> no I'm, I mean I really did appreciate the other people who called in that while I was listening, you know, while oh, waiting the I, waiting for my turn. Everybody, you you are all wonderful. Today. But um, you you've left us with a with a positive message. More that positive I think, note, yes. Um, that's yeah, what I really most, wanted to do. That's what we need to do. We've all, we already know what the problems are. We need mm-hmm. to focus on the solutions and how we're going to yeah. get through this. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to keep making my, video, my videos are very low-tech, but 
they're honest and open. That's all they're meant to be. Well, for why fun. Don't tell everybody how to find do you. Do you want to tell people how they can find you oh, on YouTube? Like I said, you you go right ahead. If you want to share my page, do it. Like I said, I just have the comments turned off to keep the trolls away because. You know, we again the less negativity the better. But anybody who That's wants right. to contact you me on Twitter, no, no. But okay. anybody who wants to comment about it on Twitter, contact me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, even if you don't want to follow me. If if there's anybody out there that just needs some reassurance or just to be reminded they're cared about, you come to me. Okay. All right. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you Have for the call. So much. Okay, you too, and I'll talk to you again soon, all right? Anytime. All right, take care. <laughs> uh, I kind of needed that. What about you? Yeah, me too. That was, <laughs> like I said, the perfect final call. <laughs> Definitely. Oh. Um, we've got about 15 minutes left. Um, you know, I do want people to know that, you know, um, while I am furious, um, I, uh, <clears throat> I will not stop fighting. Um, I can assure you that. And, um, you know, we are taking a, a few days off for the show, and, and again, in case you're just joining us, we are not leaving the air. I, I don't know how that rumor got started, but um, I think more than ever we need to be on the air, and um, and it it's caught me by surprise the last couple of months, especially how people have come to lean on our show and lean on us and um, I I tried my best last night you guys to encourage you and uh, I just really <laughs> um, I'm sorry I let you down I um, had you going for so long it's just I thought things were going to change. I really did. And um, um, but we will fight another day. It's, it's going to be it's going to be hard. It's, I mean, that's no lie. It's going to be hard. But we can't do it. You know. We'll be taking a few days off, like I said. I grant you that uh, Craig and I will be putting together shows, putting together ways to help advance the cause. We know that we will be <laughs> we will be fighting from um, the dirt up, and um, I don't mind getting dirty. <laughs> so, um, but I'm sorry so many of you are hurting today. Um, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, I, 
for those difficult you can tell with us on the we are definitely not but um, even while we're gone from the show uh, we will you know we'll, we'll be on Twitter as much as we can and um, you know we, we try to we try to get information out there to people. Um, you guys know we don't sensationalize the news. Um, we don't report bullshit. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Well, not funny, haha, but um, <laughs> maybe I curse this, Craig. I don't know. I, you know, we've been saying for a couple of months now what are we going to talk about once the elections are over? Well, I think we've just had at least four years handled handed to us. So, um, what we do know is Trump will be meeting with President Obama tomorrow. Um, oh, to be a fly on the wall on that one. Um, yeah, no kidding. And uh. You know, you did mention about Governor McCoy. I mean, that's good news right there. Hopefully they will do something about House Bill 2. You know, so maybe there are some good things out there. Um, I'm having difficulty seeing them today. You can go ahead. Well, like Tracy said, if you ever have any questions or you want to vent or or what have you, you're welcome to, to contact either Tracy or myself on Twitter or, or, of course, call into the show next time we have a show, and we'll, we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. Um, I know we're all kind of going through the grieving process right now, but as, as our last caller said... There is light at the end of the tunnel, and many of us may may not have been alive during such times previously, whether it be the, the civil rights struggle or you know, sla- I guess slavery or the Civil War, World War II, whatever, what have you. But no matter how many steps back we might take, now we no matter how many times we get pushed down. We can find a way to stand back up again, and while it's difficult for us maybe to do that by ourselves time after time, it, it's much easier when we're we're there for one another. So we we can't we can't give up our fight for for what's right. We have to be there. We have to lock arms, and no matter what Donald Trump and Mike Pence intend on doing, we have to continue to fight the good fight, and. I know I know things might seem almost hopeless at this point in time, but as, as difficult as it might be to see right now, the numbers are on our side going forward. We're, we're much further along with equality in the LGBTQ community today than we were 10 years ago, and the majority of people in this country are, are on our side. 
And when it comes to other issues like extended background checks for gun violence prevention, 90% of people in this country support support that. The numbers are on our side going forward. With each and every generation in this country, we become more diverse demographically, and with that, let's say, intellectually, we, we, we garner more acceptance for minorities in this country, for women's rights, for LGBT communities' rights, etc. <clears throat> and so we can't give up. Num- the numbers are on our side going forward. I know it's hard to see right now, but while we might lose a battle here and there, we can win this war. We just we just can't give up. We have to have each other's backs. We have to be there to help one another up when we get pushed down, and we have to keep marching forward. And Tracy and I, we're gonna be there with you every step of the way. We're not we're not I don't know where the rumor got started. Maybe maybe Trump trying to spread rumors on his Twitter account. I don't know, but we're not going <laughs> to give up with this show. We're 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 not going to give up fighting. And you know if. If and when Trump goes to the Oval Office and he tries to silence us or other progressive talk radio shows or, or just voices in general, you know, he can he can put me in Tracy has said this earlier all, all thing, he can put us in jail. I don't care. He's not going he's not gonna silence our first minute rights without us putting up a fight. Nope. If that's what he wants to do, so be it. Come and get it, Big Daddy. This is America. No matter what your beliefs, I'm talking with Big Daddy. Yeah, no matter what your your beliefs are, what your religious affiliation is, what your sexual orientation is, your your skin color, gender, age, or what have you. Religion, not a no religion. We're all brothers and sisters in this country. We're all Americans. We all deserve the same rights as the people to our left and right, regardless of who they are. And it's not, the American dream will not be fulfilled until we can save the straight face. You know, we all have equal rights in this country. And until that point, as far as I can, as far as I can say, we're not America. We're, We're striving, we're striving to be the concept of America, but we're not America right now. And, Perhaps I'm naive, but I think we can we can get there. But we can't do it by ourselves. We need to join forces and continue to march forward. And I think and I think we can do it. As President Obama said, yes, we can, and we we can't forget that. We we elected him twice, and a man by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, who had more rumors spread about him than any other presidential candidate in history. Anything from his Alleged religion to terrorist ties to not being an American citizen and beyond. We elected that man twice. He's put forward a progressive agenda through these past eight years, helped us pass health care reform, fight for equality for the LGBTQ community, to help fight for women's rights. And if we can do that, we can do anything. Like you said, yes, we can. We can't, we can't give up on that. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. 
you guys. Um, I think it's safe to say Craig and I are all spent today. Yeah. Um, we hope that uh, yeah. We hope that you guys, um, you know, just keep fighting. Um, we're we're right here beside you, and um, yeah, we'll we'll be coming back after about a week or so with um, you know, new shows and ready to go. Um, and you know, um, if if you are, as I know a lot of people are feeling, um, you know, pretty overwhelmed right now. Um, you know, you've got the National Suicide Hotline and the Trevor Hotline. Uh, I've put the numbers up, and uh, you know. Take care of yourselves. Do what you need to do. Um, you know, just don't don't go throughout it alone. Um, I, I promise. There's people that you know we would care what happens to you. So, uh, no matter who you are, your, your voice matters. Your life matters. Don't ever forget that. That's right. Well. Should I play this song one more time? You know what song I'm talking about. Bye, everybody. We're going out with a song that we probably will not be allowed to play without being jailed. But we're going to play it now. (laughs) We love you guys. We'll be back in about a week or so. Take care. Take care. I am officially running for president of the United States.
American dream is dead.